Welcome to the RYM Student Podcast, helping you fit God's truth into your life. Reflecting on biblical truth is vital for the life of the believer. We hope this podcast will encourage you in your walk with Jesus. The following was recorded at one of Reformed Youth Ministries conferences. The audio might not be clear, but the message is. We hope you enjoy it. Go to Genesis chapter 3. When we try to imagine no guilt, no shame, being naked and unashamed before God and before someone else, it's just so hard. It's so we can't imagine. Because we have actual guilt and shame. We know things are broken and bent. You guys know the story of the fall. Basically, like I said earlier, there's this one tree amongst everything that God has made, and God just said, don't touch this one. And I think a lot of theologians understand this tree represented the knowledge that God has. And in fact, I I think that's correct, because it's a knowledge of good and evil. If anybody in the universe can handle good and evil and it not corrupt them, it's God. God knew, though, that we as his creatures could not handle that knowledge. And he, he warned them about that. But they didn't have any evidence to the contrary other than his warning. They turned their eyes away from what God had given them to the one thing that he said he wouldn't and began to doubt God's goodness. And so they eat, sin entered into the world. What happened after they ate? They realized they were naked. Did they know they were naked beforehand? No. They, they, they disregarded the gift of their nakedness and unashamedness before God, right? And now they've lost that. They've lost that innocence, that purity, that process of being more and more like God, right? So they've lost that. What is their response to that loss? They turn to creation. Instead of hiding in God, their father, right, their creator, they find trees. And, like, they're trying to hide from God. And they're like, well, I, you know, I still feel vulnerable. I still feel naked and, you know, and ashamed. And so they, what, I don't know, banana leaves. I don't know what they used, right? Something, something big and covering. And they covered themselves with creation. They looked to creation for comfort. In their pain, in their shame, in their guilt... They didn't go to God, they went to creation. Every sin that man commits is a turning away from God and turning to creation and saying, you give me comfort, you rescue me, you give me what I don't have and I can't get. But notice it's, it's in the end, it's always a turn to creation. What would have happened if Adam came out and was like, God, <laughs> whoo, blew it. I don't like this. We were so, I didn't slap the fruit away from my wife's hands. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. You know, what would have happened if they had approached him in that manner? You know, there still need to be redemption, right? But notice, like, the, the break in their relationship with God is so vast that they don't even think that's enough. They just hide. They're terrified. Let me just make this practical to our class. Every time that you and I commit sexual immorality, and let's just take a moment there define sexual immorality. What do you think sexual immorality is? Having sex before marriage. Lust. A good definition of lust is someone wanting someone or thinking about someone in such a way that they're doing stuff that they're not actually doing. Or it's someone who is not in relationship with you and, you know, like pornography, obviously, stuff like that. It's That's sexual immorality. What else is? Adultery, yeah? Breaking your marriage relationship. How about the 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 little misunderstanding, but seems to be a common thing of seventh grade boy asking for a picture of girl. Is that sexual immorality? Hooking up. It's it's a ton of stuff, right? If you really begin to think about it, 
like it could be even, and y'all bear with me for a minute. Like sexual immorality could be if you're in a relationship with someone and you kiss a lot. Why would that be? How could that be sexual immorality? The, the word we technically the word we use for that, and again, the grown-up word is like foreplay, right? God created man. Man's to pursue the woman. When man pursues the woman, the woman responds. All of that stuff in between is acting out our sexuality. So any of that going on, and it's moving you towards that. Which, by the way, is that is that right? Is that supposed to? Is that how it's supposed to happen? You know, I used to tell students who are struggling. I'm like, okay, like you're totally doing what God made you to do. All right. Again, let's get it to the the God made you this way. You hang out with the girl. You hang out alone. Girl, you hang out with the guy. You hang out alone, and you spend a lot of time together. Like that's that's how it's supposed to be. But it's the wrong what time? It's the wrong context, right? So it's no wonder that like if you spend all that time together and you're playing around, whatever you want to call it, is it any wonder you're, you you get to that place? And you're like, how do we get here? Well, it's because you started back here, make choices to cross boundaries. And a lot of those things could be for you, for me, sexual immorality. And so let me, let me put it another way, and we can move it forward just a little bit and we'll jump back. Part of, our, part of God's gift of, of sexuality is that it is a comfort. Chapter 4, verse 1, Adam and Eve have been kicked out of the garden. What's the first thing they do? Which is, by the way, one of the biggest acts of faith ever, what they do. When they get kicked out of the garden, what's the first thing they do? At least in the Bible. They would do what? They had sex, right? I don't know about you, but I'm a, I'm a cup is half empty kind of guy. Like, I would have despaired and gone out and, like, however you kill yourself, I would have done that. Because I just plunged all of humanity and ruined creation. That's what I would have done, right? But there was enough redemptive hope by Jesus, excuse me, by God, Jesus, Jesus too in there in the Trinity, right? That Adam, by faith, went out and had sex with his wife. They comforted one another. And I think that was because they trusted God's promises that he, even though they had just blown it all, that he would provide for them. They, it still stood that they need to be fruitful and multiply. Again, so what did I say? I was at sexual immorality, right? Anytime that you and I commit sexual immorality, whether that's by ourselves or in a relationship, we are looking for comfort. We're looking for someone to affirm who we are, right? To give us satisfaction, to give us a sense of identity and wholeness, what's wrong with that? When we're crossing God's clear boundaries and committing sexual murder, what's what's wrong with that? Where should we be going first? Who should we be turning to in our discomfort? To God, right? To Jesus? Adam and Eve in the garden, they rebel. In their discomfort, their fear, their shame, their guilt, they turn to creation for help, not to God. For more information on RYM student conferences, visit rym.org forward slash conferences.